Hi, my name is Grace Hart, and welcome to the Heart of Hallmark. I am just an average Hallmark movie lover, just like the rest of you, and I thought I'd create a podcast where we can get together, and I can just discuss the movies, and we can have a conversation, and you can see what I thought of all the new movies. We'll just keep it basic, and you can comment on what you thought, and we can just share as we head through Hallmark Christmas season what we thought about all the different movies and have fun as we enjoy them talking about the stories, the characters, and how it helped us enjoy the season. So thanks, and I hope to have you listen along as we head into uh, the season of Hallmark movies. So thank you for joining us here at the Heart of Hallmark. Thanks. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Heart of Hallmark. I'm Grace Hart, and I'd like to introduce you today to Sarah who will also be on here recapping Hallmark movies with me. So let's give her a big welcome. Hello, Sarah. Hi. All right. So today we are recapping Coyote Creek Christmas. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> so the synopsis on this was basically that while throwing a quote, quote, Christmas around the world party at her family's inn, an event planner discovers Christmas magic with a charming father-son duo whose presence brings about tension and joy. So yay. This also stars Janelle Parrish, and I thought I recognized her. She was also in the movie right in front of me a bit ago. And then we have Ryan Pavey. We all know Ryan Pavey, a favorite. So I liked his Timeless Christmas last year. That was a big hit he did last year. All right, so let's start. That um, When we start this movie, we see Paige, and she's in the city. She's an event planner. And then we see Dylan. We meet him with his son, Noah, um, that he runs a corporate business with his brother together. And he and Noah are excited that they're going to be taking a trip to see the Grand Canyon. Brother asks if they can stop on the way to Arizona to check out this company to diversify their assets, to buy a company, turn it around. There's another company willing to invest in their business if they can do this. So um, he agrees. They're good to go. Guess where they're going? To Coyote Creek. So what do you think about the beginning of this? Um, I thought it was good, a little bit predictable, um, but I did like how they kind of introduced her career in the beginning and kind of gave you the idea that she may not be completely content in that career. So it's a little bit of foreshadowing. Ooh, good pickup. I like that. <laughs> Uh, so let's see where am I all right so then um we go you know it goes back and forth so then it go, you know after that it goes back to Paige that her mom calls and she's asking her mom what the big theme for their big Christmas party is back home and her she's so disappointed that her parents are thinking of scaling it back this year because they got busy and they weren't really into planning it so uh she volunteers to come home and plan the party so, which makes sense. She's an event planner because that's an awful big thing to take on. So she heads home to Coyote Creek to the family's inn for Christmas to plan the party. She makes it home. Obviously, her mom and dad are there, the workers. She does have a friend there, 
that uh, works at the inn. Seems like they knew each other for a while. So then we've got her at home, getting back with the staff, welcoming, you know, good for her to see everyone. Then we've got Dylan and Noah on the road, um, heading into where they're detouring, which puts them all at the Coyote Creek Inn, which is a very nice looking place. Yeah, it was a beautiful inn. Yes, it was. I wish I we would, could go there. I would stay there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all very nice. That's why we watch Hallmark. To live the lives that we don't really live in real life. You know, so I also put like for the meet cute, because I think it's cute, like in each movie, how they meet. So these two met while um, Paige was looking for Charlotte the Marmot. I thought that was funny. That was a fun little addition. I like that. <laughs> Their little marmot statue that they hide every year. <laughs> and then they have to add the article of clothing if they so, find it. Yes. So I thought that was cute that they ran into each other. So I did think that was a very meat, you know, a cute meat cute of how they ran into each other. So, mm -hmm. And I thought the marmot thing was cute. And that does show up a couple times throughout the, mu the movie with the little marmot. So we go back to the inn now, and we've got Paige, who's gathered the staff to just discuss the Christmas party. So I guess this is a big deal every year for the inn. She decides that the theme is going to be Christmas around the world. And um, Dylan and Noah come in, and Paige happens to mention that she's out, headed out to pick the Christmas tree up. Noah asks to come, and Let's face it, Noah's cute. So who could say no to, to Noah? What'd you think about Noah? He was adorable. <laughs> he was. And I thought he did a very good job of acting for a little kid. Yes. And he had the greatest little personality. He had a little bit of um, comedic relief in some instances with his comments. Very he, cute. He did. And, you know, he was going around taking pictures as a photographer, you know, how can you not like a kid that takes pictures? <laughs> <laughs> so they go off to the Christmas tree lot. And uh, I thought it was cute. She kind of let Noah pick out the tree. She was she had one that she kind of liked, but Noah liked that. So she hung the ornament. And oh, yes, this is the perfect tree. So Did I, you know that that was a, a trick to... Picking the perfect tree? Because I've never heard of that. I wasn't sure if it's an actual real trick or if she did that to just make him think that that was the perfect tree. I might try it because that I, was a really cute idea. I wasn't sure, but either way, it kind of worked. I didn't mm -hmm. know if maybe it wasn't the perfect tree. And she thought, well, let me do this so that, oh, yes, it is the perfect tree. Thank you. No, I don't know. It was so try it. sweet, though. Definitely very sweet of her to do what she did. I know. So we'll have to try it. So try it and let us know. I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, so obviously they get the tree back to the end. So then we have tree decorating happening, which is awesome. Cause you know, that's the best part. <laughs> mm -hmm. I enjoy it. Put on some Christmas music, you know, good, good opportunity for Coco and decorate the tree. So, um, you know, she's doing it with her friend there that works at the end, who just happens to point out to her that, you know, Dylan is a little good looking there. <laughs> that was pretty, um, pretty, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. It, very um, smooth, I guess. I know. <laughs> That's the best way I can kind of explain that. 
it was an odd odd timing on the comment they just kind of threw it in there they did but i'm kind of like duh it's like Ryan yeah Davey. Like she hasn't noticed until right. just now <laughs> we all noticed it's Ryan Pavy, like duh <laughs> a little easy on the eyes there <laughs> but uh yeah well obviously we found out why later Mm-hmm. so anyway Paige's dad and Dylan are out there chatting about the inn which I thought was interesting but we know I mean in Paige's family the mom and dad know that he's there mm-hmm. to buy the inn she does not because the parents asked him to please not tell her what he was there for because they hadn't told Paige yet that they were going to sell the inn what so do he... you think about that because I thought that was a bit odd yeah I know. I, you know, they never really did tie that in mm-hmm. on, on why they chose not to tell her. I, I don't think they were expecting her number one. I think she only came back because she felt that having a regular party and not just a scaled down one was important. So right. I don't think she was actually scheduled to come home till, till they told her that. And she decided, no, no, being an event planner, I'm coming home and planning this. So, yeah, I don't know. So very interesting. But we get into that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just thought it was interesting that Dylan was talking to the dad. It was like 30 acres of land. Um, so they, you know, the end did own quite a bit of land. Dylan, you know, then he comes in with to Noah. And Noah and Paige were talking about Christmas stuff. She was telling Noah all the stuff that goes on around the town and the things they do. And so Noah's asking him if they can stay longer. So nice. Noah likes it. So then oh, we have. Wouldn't. It sounds like a blast. I know. I know. <laughs> we need one of these towns where we have Christmas yeah. <laughs> events. You know, that's why we watch these, because wouldn't that be awesome? Mm-hmm. So then we have like kind of a second meet cute, which is kind of cute when uh, she's in the bookstore looking for books. She goes to grab all books on different Christmas cultures and what, what they eat so she can plan the menu for the party. And she runs into him there. I'm not sure if she ran into him there or he deliberately ran into her there. Yeah, I was curious why he was actually there. It was very cute, an adorable way to run into each other. It was. It didn't, it didn't really seem like he necessarily had a reason for being there, although he did mention... Um, that Noah was looking at some books. Oh, okay. See, I didn't catch that. So see, good, good catch. Good catch. <laughs> but you know, he could have gone just because she was there too. Right. And we just don't know that. So that was cute that they're looking for books and he's talking to her about, okay, what do you say that? For for news? I think so. The German cookie. I know what they are. <laughs> they're made with molasses and covered with a powdered sugar. Um, So he was mentioning that if she's doing different things Christmas around the world, that that would be good. So then, of course, they have to go to the bakery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they go to the bakery and the lady tells her that they're really booked up with cookies. They got like 300 to make. So she tells Paige that if they help, if she helps them make the cookies, if they go in and help her catch up with the orders she already has, that she will help them bake cookies for the Christmas party. So Operation Christmas Cookies begins. <laughs> I want Operation Christmas Cookie. <laughs> so that's it looks what... like a lot of fun when they were making the cookies and decorating them. And... It did. It did. 
So, uh, but they didn't do it that day. So they go back. So after that, they agree to that. They go back to the inn. Um, she does run the menu by the chef. I do love the chef. I love that she walks in and he like can smell sugar and cinnamon <laughs> and butter. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. He's like, you've been no. cheating on me. <laughs> it was fantastic. I would have liked to have seen more of him. He just the little bits he had was very comedic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he, I, I love that. This, you, you've been cheating on me. You've been in another bakery. So I thought that was cute. So when she runs the menu by him, he points out that in order to create a menu that represents the guests, that she might want to actually talk to the guests to find out what their cultures and traditions are. Mm -hmm. Which I thought made sense. Yeah. Made sense. So then we got Dylan talking to his brother because he's not sure why the inn is, why they're selling the inn. So Dylan himself is confused because they're actually making a profit. Right. You know, so that was one of his things that, gee, usually when we're buying a company, it's because something's wrong. They're they're not doing as well. You know, things are going downhill. And his brother tells him that the investor also wants to see a rebranding and a redesign, which kind of means taking it down, tearing it down and building something new. And he's kind of concerned that this won't go over well with the Parkers, which I kind of agree. That's a big step. And I think at that point that you can kind of start to see that he is also having a change of heart as far as tearing it down or replacing it because he's starting to really appreciate the end. Yes, exactly. And I think that's not only he thought it was not going to go over about the Parkers. I don't think some of that set well, set well with him because, mm -hmm. yeah, I think he's starting to like it there and see the history Right, and his son clearly loves it there. Yes, well, who wouldn't? It's snow. <laughs> they have a marmot. No, the son does actually seem to be having a very good time with the Christmas spirit. There is a lot of Christmas spirit there. Yes. Yeah, it does. I would love to go there. It looks like a great place. They got stuff happening and, and Christmas stuff. You, you mean, they don't show every little thing, but you know there's like events going on all around that, that's happening so that the people that come there do have things to do. Right. It always seems that the guests there are kind of bustling around, um, busy in the lobby or busy doing activities. Yes. So let's see. So then we're back to the storyline where they're, you know, things are coming together for this big Christmas party. They do go back to the bakery. They do make cookies. Looks like they're having fun. Not only are they having fun, but Dylan and Paige are bonding. Definitely some flirting going on. <laughs> I'm dough rolling and flirting. <laughs> so she managed to uh, find a musician. The friend that works at the uh, at the inn has another friend that she knows that that plays guitar and sings. So they found a musician. You know, so things are looking pretty good. Paige is pretty under control for this Christmas party, and things are coming along. Um, then we cue over to Paige's parents who are looking over old memories, uh, looking at a scrapbook. But, you know, I like that they kind of still, you know, they're looking at the scrapbook, but they, that they definitely know they're ready to move on. Right. You know, it's definitely not, should we keep the inn? Shouldn't we sell the inn? As far as they're concerned, they know that selling in the, the inn is the right thing because they're ready to travel and do other things. But Which they, I did like because that was different from other 
um, similar storylines. Right, that things aren't going well, and how are we going to save the inn before these mm-hmm. people buy it? Right, usually it is. It's usually it's not a choice. We have nothing left to do but sell it. And, you know, it was kind of nice to see that they're middle age and they're like, we've done our time and it's great and things are going well, but we want to travel and we, we want to do things. Exactly. But we still have the problem that Paige still doesn't know. Right. Because <laughs> Dylan, yeah, Dylan's, you know, and here's we get into where Dylan actually does go to speak with the parents because he doesn't understand why they are wanting to sell a successful business. And that's what they say. They're like, you know, we've done all we can do here and it's time for us to make new memories. And they don't think that Paige is, I mean, is wanting to do it to them. They think she's happy in her career, happy in the life where she lives. And they don't, you know, doesn't occur to them that they're interested in taking over. You know, but I did like that he tells them that they need to tell her that she deserves right. to know. Because he clearly picked up on something that maybe they didn't know. Maybe that she doesn't allow them to see that potential unhappiness in her career. Right. You know, they seemed a little stunned. Like, what do you know that we don't know? They seemed a little thrown by that. But yeah, it was just a little hint that, you know. Maybe just, I mean, if even if you didn't know him, maybe you should ask before you, you know, don't assume you know what your kids are thinking, you know, at least talk about it and ask. So then they sit down with her and they start to tell her. And then I felt so bad. She starts <laughs> just blah, 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 blah. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And I know what you're blah, 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 blah. And, and you, you want me to run the inn and I'll think about it. And the parents are just sitting there and I'm like, awkward. They're so stunned. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, awkward moment. Because that wasn't what they were going to say. <laughs> and then, of course, in pure Hallmark style, Dylan walks in and Paige goes right over to Dylan and the parents like, we'll talk later. Right. <laughs> so they don't get to tell her. But yeah, one of those awkward life moments where I'm sure the parents are like, OK, what do we do now? Because that's not what we were going to tell her. <laughs> so the next um Dylan uh, and Noah and her, they go over and um, they have this card making thing there, which I liked. I liked that too. I love the idea. Of yes. The yes. The cardathon. I like that. So, yes. You know, and I thought it was great. They had a good chance to share, you know, he's, you know, learn a little bit more about themselves. And he almost was, was trying to tell her about why he was there, but then Noah interrupted him. So he was kind of trying to tell her. Yeah. Like what he did, <laughs> taking the long way around. So again, interrupted. You know, then Paige happens to go answer the in phone. It's still his brother, which is because he couldn't get a hold of him on the cell phone. So he calls the main phone for the in. Um, she offers to take a message. The message is that the inn's up for sale. Not good. <laughs> no, no. Paige's face showed it all. You know, not the kind of phone call you want to get. And then, of course, he walks up right behind her. The like, timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she just hangs up the phone and is digesting this. And then he comes right up. So it's like, okay. So the truth is out. Mm-hmm. So she knows. And, of course, she got mad. I did feel bad for him because I didn't like that she told him it was really his, his place to tell her. 
it it definitely wasn't. No. I, mean, I could see her being mad at him to some degree, but honestly, it was her parents that withheld everything. Correct. And the parents asked him not to tell. Right. So it was really the parents. He, he said you should tell them. And the parents asked him, please don't tell her. We want to tell her in our time. You know, so... And it really is their position. He was, he's just there for them. It's really the parents' job. So I kind of felt bad for him because, yeah, it really wasn't his job to tell her, you know, and he promised the parents that he would keep that under wraps till they got a chance to do it. He was definitely in a bad spot with that situation. I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, I did feel bad. She kind of let him have it and was mad at him. So then it cues to they run in, you know, he runs into her in the town because, you know, of course, they're always shopping. <laughs> <laughs> the quaint little shops and the quaint little decorated town. I want to shop there. <clears throat> I know. We do actually have some some nice little shops around our area like that. So we can't complain. Mm. You know, we don't live in a bad area. But no, we don't have we Ryan don't. Pavey there to run into us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I did appreciate that he apologized again. He did. He really did apologize again. And uh, she still wasn't happy. She still was kind of rude to him. And he did tell her, uh, you know, to be, you know, let he put all the cards on the table, honesty, transparency, that the firm that was going to be investing, that they wanted them to redesign the end. So he put it all out and she still was mad. <laughs> still gave him the cold shoulder. You know, so she goes back to the inn, walks in and all of a sudden there's tons of people in this inn. Someone put it out that it was the last Christmas that the inn was being sold. So all these people decide that they need to come to the inn one last time. So now we've got the big problem that they've got all these people. They don't have enough room. So they gather the staff together and I give credit page starts stepping up and putting things together and delegating to different staff what needs to be done. Um, they're clueless though as to what they're going to do for accommodations and uh, Dylan kind of steps up there and says I have an idea leave the accommodations to me. He doesn't tell them what just leave it to me. So we do find out after that it was really awesome that he had a rental company come in and set up all these glamping tents, <laughs> knowing that they had 32 acres and having a contact in that rental. I thought that was pretty cool. That was a very good idea. And they looked pretty, pretty when you saw them later all set up with the lights on inside of them and they strung lights around them. It did look pretty. And glamping is pretty cool from what I've seen. They put some really nice beds in there and lights. It's like a living room in a tent. It does look very nice. <laughs> I know people have done it and it looks amazing. Yes. So I thought that was pretty nice. He saved the day for her. Crisis averted. The staff does bring up to Paige as everything is getting set and almost done that they like the theme. But the, the staff, the older lady on the staff, did feel that the only thing missing was that Coyote Creek wasn't represented. And Paige kind of realized that, that, yeah, we have all these countries represented and Christmas represented and everything, but really none of this really ties in to represent Coyote Creek. Mm -hmm. 
So then the parents give her the gift of the scrapbook that they'd put together and were looking through earlier. And I did like it that Paige realized she needed um, to, to have guests maybe participate and maybe they could write down their favorite Coyote Creek Christmas memory. I loved that idea. Yes. So I did think that was pretty neat and a good way to involve their guests and have it something to remember Coyote Creek by. Right. It was perfect for what they were looking for. Yes. So I thought that that was good that that gift jogged to her, what, that that added ingredient that, the, you know, people said was missing. And then it was time for Dylan and Noah to leave and to go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> which was where they were heading to begin with for they, their big vacation. Mm -hmm. So they say their goodbyes. Dylan and Noah leave. Party starts. It's a success. I do love that Dylan and Noah are on the road, start talking, and they realize that neither one of them really wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cute. The kid's like, well, I thought you wanted to go. And Dylan's like, well, I thought you were really looking forward to going. So Noah's like, no, can we just go back? <laughs> can we go back to Coyote Creek? So I thought that was cute that, uh, you know, they finally both realized they were doing what they thought the other one wanted and they turn back and they go to, they go back to Coyote Creek and she doesn't realize it till she's in the middle of the party and goes outside. And what does she see on the porch? <laughs> the marmot. The marmot. <laughs> Although I did kind of wonder how she knew that that thing was for her. If she was just being nosy, taking the scroll in there that was wrapped up with the, the ribbon. I mean, I'd probably read it too. I know that would be me. I'm nosy. Uh, I would, I would get into trouble thinking, hmm, you know, so I did think that was cute. Then he showed her that it was the redesign of the end um, and really more of an expansion than a redesign. And he wanted her to run. it. So basically his company was going to buy it, but keep it the way it was upgrade, make it a little better and bigger to accommodate more people. And uh, she could run it. And he was going to stay around for a while. And they kiss. <laughs> of course. That's how you end a Hallmark movie. Yes. And their future awaits them. And, mm -hmm. I, and it was cute. So my Christmas magic rating for this movie was a four. They had a Christmas tree lot. They had decor. There was snow. There was Christmas music. I think, you know, I, I liked the Christmas card-a-thon, making cards mm -hmm. for the troops. So I really did like that. That was a little different. So yeah, I gave it a four for the Christmas tree magic. I thought it had Christmas magic strewn throughout the movie between everything. What'd you think? I actually agree with you on a four. Um, for the same reasons, also, the different activities that they did felt very Christmassy. They were always doing something Christmas-related each day, which was kind of perfect. Yes. Okay, so we agree on that. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> now, my overall rating. I gave it three hearts. Okay. So, and the reason I gave it three hearts for me was... I thought it dragged a little bit and I really didn't like the chemistry between the two leads. I'm a 
big Ryan Pavey fan. Loved him in Time is Timeless Christmas. And I'm not really seeing him shine in this one because I just think they didn't connect as well. So it slowed it down for me. And I didn't really connect with any of the characters in this movie. So I gave it a three. What'd you give it? You know, I'm between a three and a four. <laughs> Which is fine. It's good we differ. Um, I do see what you're saying. I loved both characters separately. I don't think they were terrible together as far as chemistry. Um, but I feel like maybe there could have been a little bit more. I think that the sun carried a lot of my rating. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I loved him. Kudos to the sun. He gets his own rating of four. <laughs> he did great for a kid. And I liked the overall story. I really did. Um, I did like the part. We didn't really touch on it too much, but the fact that he was so concerned with protecting his son because of their history. Yes. And even though he really liked her, he was still willing to leave and go to the Grand Canyon to take care of his son. Yes. So I really liked that aspect of the storyline as well. Yeah. It was just hard for me to tell if it was the storyline, the chemistry between the two that was making Ryan Pavey lag, you know, or if he just wasn't in his zone in this movie, you know, it's hard to tell. You know, we're not on set. I, I personally like to think we're, you know, we're not even at Thanksgiving yet. So I'm, I'd like <laughs> to think that they're just starting us off slow with all these new movies, you know, and then mm -hmm. the, the good stuff's, you know, coming. There's plenty more to come. So I would definitely watch it again, though. It definitely would be a watch again for me. Yes, it yeah. would. It wasn't like that. I didn't like it that much. I just wasn't. The, the chemistry didn't wow me so far any of the movies i haven't watched and said wow you know mm -hmm. with the leads but i am behind so there are a couple i haven't hit yet because they are putting out so many so quickly yeah. <laughs> it's hard to keep up <laughs> correct you know and uh said plenty more to come so there's there's nothing wrong and they're maybe starting with the slower movies too building up to the you know, the ones as it gets closer, you know, which is why I'm, re I'm really reserving fives because <laughs> we have a lot more to come, you know, but it wasn't just considering past movies for me. It just wasn't, you know, the great pairing. I just didn't see a wow chemistry, which is okay. I would be interested to see them in another movie together to see if it has anything to do with the particular storyline or if it is something that's just not there between the two of them as actors. Yeah. I thought the storyline was pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I kind of think it was just them that just didn't have that connection, you know, and you can't force that, you know, some, some of these actors and actresses, Hallmark gets lucky and they just really do have that chemistry together without really having to try, but you right. know, I, I did think, you know, when the kid kind of catch, catches me more than they do. <laughs> she had a great connection with him, though. She did. Boy. Yes, she did have a good connection with the kid. Yes. So, you know, so that was it for that one. But overall, it, it was enjoyable and I would watch it again. Yeah, it was definitely cute. I liked it. It was. All right. Well, I guess we are done with this. So thank you, Sarah. 
That was fun. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy very much having you on. You add so much to this. I'm so excited. Yay. So hang in there, guys, as you're listening. We will just continue to get better as we go on with these because we really do enjoy Hallmark movies and we want to enjoy recapping them with you so that you can relive them too and kind of uh, glimpse a little bit of the different opinions and uh, our perceptions of the movie as well. We will see you next time for the next movie. Bye, everyone. Bye.